Do remember listener that these numbers are widely believed to be undercounts. Over 54 lakh vaccine doses were administered in the last 24 hours. The total number of doses administered in the country has exceeded 42.34 crores. However, according to the latest data, only 6.3% of India's population remains fully vaccinated. In an order delivered yesterday, the Family Welfare Directorate has said that all slots for the administration of the Covishield vaccine at Delhi's government centers will be reserved for second doses till the 31st of July. This move is being taken because of the shortage of the vaccine. The order reads that due to limited supply of vaccines, all slots for online booking and walk-in vaccination in the sessions being planned in the Central Vigilance Commission administering the vaccine will be reserved for the second dose with immediate effect till July 31, 2021. Australia's drug regulator has approved Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for the 12 to 15-year-old age group, Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt said on Friday. as the country fights an outbreak of the delta variant in three states similar clearances for the use of the vaccine in children were approved several weeks ago by regulators in the united states european union and britain as of july 19th the trial for india's vaccine for children zycov d were over and today additional data from the trials will be submitted to the drugs controller general of india in an earlier statement aims director dr randeep guleria had said and i quote If the vaccine is authorized we could have vaccines for 12 to 18 year age group by next month once they are vaccinated we can consider reopening schools as well end quote In light of the Pegasus project's revelations of possible mass surveillance conducted by the current government for yet another day parliament shook with protests by the opposition Yesterday opposition members led by Trinamool MP Shantanu Sen even tore the papers of Union Minister of Information Technology Ashwini Vaishnav statement The Pegasus row is still gaining momentum and might derail the first half of the monsoon session in parliament even as more names might be added to the lengthening snoop list Yesterday the wire reported that Anil Ambani's name in addition to another official from the Reliance ADA group and the former CBI director Ashok Verma's names were added to the list of potential targets. Ambani's number was added to the list in 2018 when Reliance was caught in the highly controversial Rafale deal. Furthermore, at BJP headquarters press conference on Thursday afternoon, Minister of State for External Affairs Minakshi Lekhi said that Amnesty has denied the veracity of the leaked list of potential targets. Minakshi said in a statement and I quote The published story is based on a list of numbers available in any directory. Second, Amnesty International has denied this. The company NSO, which manufactures Pegasus, has said that these claims are uncorroborated and do not tally with their customer base. End quote. Amnesty has released its own statement in stark contrast with Lakey's. It said that it stands by the findings of the Pegasus project and that the data is linked to potential targets of NSO Group's Pegasus spyware. 
It further added that false rumors being pushed on social media distracted from the widespread unlawful targeting of journalists and activists that the Pegasus project has revealed. Lakey's statements were based on reports that appeared on some websites, claiming that Amnesty International has said that it never presented the list of phone numbers as an NSO Pegasus spyware list. This episode is in line with a series of misreports caused by words misinterpreted and misconstrued. The reports claiming that Amnesty backtracked on the leaked list were taking out of context the words of American journalist Kim Zetter and Israeli journalist Omer Kabir. Both journalists were highlighting Amnesty's statement, claiming that while the list was not issued by NSO, this does not mean NSO is simply not related to the list. But our usual suspects in the Indian TV media, instead of making information clear, ran with this tangle of confusions to suggest that Amnesty had made a U-turn on its initial remarks. But we at News Laundry believe in facts handled with integrity and information presented with the clarity of truth. My colleague Nithi Suresh and I have disentangled this cluster of misreports with a report of our own. By visiting newslaundry.com, you can keep yourself wise and informed. The report is titled, No One Says the Pegasus List is Fake, why are BJP leaders and their media allies insisting it is? We at News Laundry also work towards monitoring the Indian mainstream media and keeping an eye out for inaccuracies like this that would be glossed over by the mainstream ad-funded media. However, this takes a considerable amount of time, resources and work hours. These efforts at News Laundry are powered by our subscribers. You can be one too, with the lowest subscription plans starting at 300 rupees a month. All you need to do is visit newslaundry.com slash subscription to join thousands of others in keeping media independent of corporate and government influence by paying to keep news free. 36 people have died in landslides in Maharashtra's Raigarh district as incessant rain batters the Konkan region of the state. Thousands have been marooned by the floods and helicopters are being used to evacuate people from the flood-hit region, about 70 kilometers from Mumbai. Maharashtra is witnessing its heaviest July rainfall in over 40 years. The deaths happened in three landslides which took place yesterday, with 32 bodies being found in one spot and four others in another location. Additionally, in the coastal town of Chiplun, water levels rose as high as 12 feet as the Vishishti River overflowed due to rain, submerging roads and homes. Patients in a dedicated COVID hospital swamped by the floodwaters had to be rescued with boats. A red alert has been issued for several other regions in the state and heavy rainfall is suspected to continue for the next few days. A drone carrying 5 kilograms of an improvised explosive device was shot down early this morning by Kashmir police near the line of control. According to Indian Express, the drone came from the Pakistani side of the border and the explosive device was likely to be airdropped in a nearby area. The device was probably meant as an airdrop to be picked up by someone else, since it was wrapped inside a plastic packet. Those collecting it would only have to connect its fuse with the wires before planting it. Sources told Indian Express that the device was later destroyed by the police. This follows a similar incident which occurred weeks earlier, when a drone successfully dropped explosives on an Air Force base in Jammu. China's official media arm, Xinhua, has reported that Chinese President Xi Jinping visited Nyingxi, a strategically located Tibetan border town close to Arunachal Pradesh. 
Jinping made a visit to Nyang River Bridge and inspected the ecological status of the Brahmaputra River's basin. The India-China border dispute covers the 3,488-kilometer-long line of actual control. Chinese leaders periodically visit Tibet, but Jinping, who also heads the ruling Communist Party of China and the powerful Central Military Commission, the overall high command of the Chinese military, is the first top leader in recent years to visit Tibet's border town. Over the last several days, the US carried out airstrikes across Afghanistan in an effort to support Afghan security forces fighting Taliban insurgents, the Pentagon has said. The news came a day after America's most senior military officer admitted that the Taliban had gained strategic momentum with their forces now controlling about half of Afghanistan's more than 400 district centers. The commander of U.S. forces in the region is Central Command's General Kenneth McKenzie, who retains the authority to call airstrikes in support of Afghan forces until the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan is complete. According to statements issued by Central Command and by U.S. President Joe Biden, the U.S. withdrawal is 95% complete and will be finished by the end of August. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these distressing times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.